Should I grab my Yankee hat? Hey guys, we're back with another episode. Noah decided to get sick this week, so yeah, he probably got a flu shot or something, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. He, I don't know. He thinks like getting sick is more important than this podcast. I, I know it's kind of selfish. Yeah, it is a little bit selfish. All right, so uh, this is Brett. He was the interview in the second episode, and I'm lucky to be back on. Yeah, so uh, this is going to be a lighter episode since Noah's not here, and we're going to talk about sort of a review uh, on entertainment and movies from the 2018 and go from there. So, uh, see any good movies this year? Um, you know... I haven't seen too many movies that have come out this year other than, you know, some of the more famous ones like The Avengers and stuff like that. But uh, I did watch a really good movie recently called uh, The Untouchables. I watched it a little over a month ago, probably. It's a French movie uh, from about, I'd say, like, I think it's from, like, 2007. And it's uh, based on a true story about this guy who's a quadriplegic, and he's extremely rich, you know, like a billionaire. And uh, he needs a new caretaker to, you know, help him with his everyday life, like getting into his chair, getting into bed, taking a bath, all that type of stuff. And he searches for someone that's a little bit out of the ordinary. And uh, this man who he rec- who he kind of hires and recruits is uh, not your everyday caretaker. He's never done it before. And uh, he kind of comes from the streets. And uh, they grow into a very loving relationship, and it's a really heartwarming movie. And I definitely recommend it. It sounds like, I think they're remaking that movie for America. Yeah, it's called uh, The Upside, not The Untouchables this time. And they're using uh, Brian Cranston as the quadriplegic guy and uh, Kevin Hart as the caretaker. Right, yeah, I saw that... uh I saw the preview when I saw Bohemian Rhapsody this weekend, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I didn't know it was a movie previously, Mm -hmm. so I guess I'm coming at it from a different point of view. Yeah, definitely. Probably most Americans have no idea that it was a movie before. I mean, it looks like an interesting movie, you know, with potential. So I I agree. Um, I think that it'll definitely be a big hit in America. I just have have some problems with it, though. I think that from the trailer, at least, it seems like, and especially, you know, Kevin Hart being, you know, the co-lead actor in it, I think that uh, it's going to be more of just a straight comedy rather than this really, you know, like heart-wrenching but also heartwarming drama about two unlikely friends. Uh, I don't know. I... I sort of got the feeling that from the trailer that, you know, like, you know how some comedians, they try and, like, go more dramatic roles, you know, Adam Sandler yeah. in Spanglish. And Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. Jim Carrey yeah. had those roles. Yeah. So I think this is sort of... Kevin Hart's move into that 
realm. Yeah, I definitely could see it as um, a little bit of a transition for him maybe to take on some more dramatic roles. Um, but based on the trailer, at least, it seemed like there were you know like a lot of jokes in it and a lot of you know comedic moments rather than you know I guess showing. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how much of that is the trailer and you know trying to you know trailers have to draw people in. Definitely. So I'd be curious to see it though. Yeah. You know because I love Brian Cranston. I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan. I liked him a little bit more. You know, like a few years ago before he was in every movie possible. Uh, Yeah, I mean I. Yeah, there is a sort of, like, oversaturation, especially when you sort of branch into movies that don't necessarily hit. Yeah. And then it sort of... I also like saw that Adam, Adam Sandler yeah. that happened with, with like, yeah. you know... Punch Drunk Love, I hear, was very good, though. I haven't seen it, but, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, he's a great director... It's gotten very, you know, like, underrated reviews. Yeah, people really like that movie. Yeah, there's, like, a big cult following for it. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, I'm curious to see what Kevin Hart has to offer to this role. If he's yeah. still, you know, the crazy high-pitched Kevin Hart, or if he wants to, you know, settle a little, more, a little more into his role. Also, something in the trailer that I saw, which I'm curious to see, is I saw Nicole Kidman plays, not a, not the caretaker, but sort of, like, almost like a supervisor of this man oh, and okay. helps hire the help and helps him with everyday things, but, you know, more of like the overarching tasks. And uh, in the French version, she was a, a, a main role, but not super main, you know, not super focused on as much as, I can't remember the actor's name, but, uh, you know, the two other guys. And uh, it seemed like she's going to play more of a role, which I'm curious to see how that works. Yeah, out. that could be an adapt. An adaptation for like American audiences. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. So yeah. yeah, I mean, and you know, Nicole Kidman, you can't have her in a minor role. Yeah, she's exactly, and that's why so, I knew that she's gonna have you know like a pretty big spot. Yeah, in it. yeah. Uh, but we were uh, talking about the Avengers earlier because the new trailer just dropped. What do you think of the trailer? You know, I thought. I thought it was a really good trailer. You know, I I had this theory where they probably shouldn't have dropped the trailer until after Captain Marvel. I think that they're coming out, though, within like a month of each other. Yeah, so Captain Marvel comes out at the beginning of March. <laughs> and Avengers is now going to come out... The last Friday in April, sort of like mm-hmm. what they did with Avengers. It's going to be a Infinity big time of year with uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Avengers, well, yeah. well, like last year with Infinity War, it was supposed to come out the first Friday in May, and they moved it to come out the last Friday in April mm-hmm. because every it was coming out. Everywhere else. Yeah, the global The last release. Friday in April, yeah. and they didn't want spoilers. Mm-hmm, right. So I think that's what they're doing this time also. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so how come you didn't want to see the trailer, though? Well, I thought... 
I mean, I I think this trailer was perfect mm-hmm. because it didn't show anything. I agree. That's why I didn't have a problem with it. Right. But I felt like, I feel like the next trailer shouldn't come out till Captain Marvel. Okay. Because, yeah. because the way uh, we were left off at the end of Avengers Infinity War is that in the post-credits scene, we saw Nick Fury yeah. dial someone on a beeper. And it had the Captain Marvel. And then logo. once it dropped on the floor, we saw the Captain Marvel logo. Yeah. So we know that Captain Marvel is going to play a pretty big role. Oh, yeah, she's going to save everybody. Right. So I just didn't really think that they could have done, like, a full trailer without... Yeah, it was a good teaser, I thought. You yeah. Know, it, just showed, it just got everybody anticipated for it so right. that people didn't forget that it was coming out. Right, and also I think, like, you know, everyone that saw Avengers Infinity War is going to go see Avengers 4. Absolutely, so, yeah. Like, they don't really need much marketing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. You know, it was... I thought that they did... I thought Avengers Infinity War was great. Yeah, and I thought it was probably the best Marvel movie I think I've seen. And you know, I'm a yeah. big, and I'm a big first Iron Man fan too. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people I think either have Infinity War number one, uh, Winter Soldier. Really, I didn't expect yeah. that. I like Winter Soldier. They have Winter Soldier, Infinity War, or Black Panther. I still haven't. I need to see Black Panther. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and I need to see it. Black Panther was great. Yeah. I mean, it was... And, I mean, I think it was very interesting. It had subtle connotations to, like, what's going on in the real world. That's interesting, yeah. Because, you know, Wakanda is sort of this hidden Yeah, it's country. in Africa, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Africa. See, at first I thought it was its own planet, and I learned that it was actually in Africa. Yeah, so it's... Wakanda is in Africa, but they're so technologically advanced Mm -hmm. that the city's hidden inside a mountain. Oh, okay. So everyone that on the outside thinks Wakanda is just like some normal African country, Mm -hmm. you know, farmers, whatever. But... There was a, so, you know, they have people live on the outside of the mountain and do, that's where they do their, like, farming and mm-hmm. stuff. But inside and there's... Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting because it's very, like, African, but it's... In what sense is it very African? Like, the the costumes and everything, mm-hmm. like, the wardrobe. Right. They have, like, the, the earrings and yeah. the lips. Yeah, okay. Okay. So it's, like, still true to that. But there was a scene where, you know, T'Challa, who 
He's played by Chadwick Boseman. Okay. He's the king. And his best friend, the guy from Get on? Out. Oh, okay. I thought it, I thought it was Michael B. Jo- uh, Michael B. Jordan. No, the Michael B. Jordan is villain. Yeah, villain. Yeah. So there was a scene towards the beginning where T'Challa goes to his best friend because they're they're debating the whole movie is sort of a debate of whether to open up Wakanda to the world. Okay. So... That's interesting. T'Challa says, you know, his best friend delivers a line that it's sort of, you know, sort of like, if we open up the world to... If we open up ourselves to the world will have that much more responsibility. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, which I I feel like that's sort of, like, what America is right now. Yeah, so sort should of we like, have open borders and allow, you know, people that we don't know come well, in? Well, not even that. It's just, like, you know, we're so... We feel like we're so rich that... We have an obligation to help everyone else. Yeah, be the police of the world in a sense. Right. And, I mean, uh, the world's a big place, and can we really, like... So I just thought it was sort of an underlying tone that maybe uh, Ryan Coogler, who was the director, put in there, or the writers put in there... That not everyone really knows. Yeah, I think, uh, well, from what I've heard other people say and from what you just said, I, I think that, you know, even though I haven't seen it, I think that it's a very interpretive narrative that uh, the director and the writers give towards Wakanda and, you know, the policy, you know, the political type of allegories that they play on with the current world. So yeah, I, I agree with you that you know that could be one interpretation. I'm sure some like a bunch of people have many different interpretations. Yeah, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, it was a a comic book movie. Oh, it yeah. was a great comic book movie in the sense that you know it was the first. I mean, it wasn't the first black superhero movie, but it was the first like. I guess mainstream. Yeah, I was upset that when superhero uh, movie. the Green Lantern has always been one of my favorite, uh, you know, comic book heroes. And even though he's DC, and you know, I'm more of a Marvel fan right. these days. But uh, I remember when the Green Lantern movie came out, I I was so bummed out that they had Ryan Reynolds play him. You know, right? Because when I used to watch the, the Justice League, it was an African American guy. And right. It was it was Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. Yeah. And it was. Uh, John, Ryan Reynolds was, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds was Hal Jordan. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Oh, the, no, the Black Green Lantern is John Stewart, I think. Oh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, what, from, uh, like, the voiceover? John Stewart does the voiceover? No, no, that's his name. Oh, interesting, John Stewart. John Stewart. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think... They're talking about doing a Green Lantern core movie now. 
I would be very interested to or, see that. Or a show on the streaming service. Yeah, well... The DC streaming service that they have now. Yeah. And they're talking about the main guy being John Stewart. Cool. Very cool. So, you know, and apparently there are, like, a ton of Green Lanterns. Yeah. That That's like the new so. Spider-Man with the you know this yeah, Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. I, yeah. I wanted uh I wanted Tobey Maguire to play a part in that as kind of like the veteran Spider-Man, but you know it didn't happen. They don't have him. But I yeah, thought that probably, it would have been cool if they had you know like I mean I didn't really care for Andrew Garfield too much as Spider-Man, but you know Tobey Maguire being Spider-Man was kind of like my early childhood with who Spider-Man was, and I still kind of see him as like the OG Spider-Man. And I thought that it would have been cool if he, uh, you know, like, played kind of, like, the mentor Spider-Man to all the other Spider-Men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that he uh, he had the perfect look, the perfect, like, personality to play Spider-Man, you know, like, as that nerdy kid. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Tom Holland. I think, I think Tom Holland great is great, too. Spider-Man. And I think that he, uh, he takes on the Queen's accent very well, even though he's from England. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> he really, I like, yeah, he speaks I well. like, uh, I love in, uh, Avengers Infinity War when he's like, when he's disintegrating and he's like, I don't feel so good. Yeah, that was, that was upsetting, <laughs> I think, for everybody, so maybe we should take a <laughs> lay off of that a little bit. Well, we all know he's alive. Oh, of course. I mean, they, yeah. they, we knew there was a Spider-Man 2. <laughs> that's true that's kind of yeah so, it kind of ruins you know like the anticipation of the movie I guess yeah but I mean we we know that him and Black Panther are definitely coming back but we don't know everyone else yeah everyone else's fate is still up in the air yeah so like and we knew I mean did you really think Thanos was gonna win the whole thing in the end in the end of it, like after part two, no, you know. But I thought that they left a good cliffhanger with the first yeah. one because it makes you drawn to the second one to see how it all plays out. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think that was great. I mean, I just don't get like. There's a lot of people saying like it doesn't have it, bringing everyone back or bringing some people back diminishes the stakes and I'm like that's that just doesn't make a a lot of sense I mean we know you know they're not gonna they're not gonna bring everyone back yeah uh, some people are gonna be dead I'm curious to see who comes back and who doesn't actually yeah well one of the theories Captain America disintegrated right no Um, all the original Avengers are still alive they're still alive that's interesting so, so maybe well, they're gonna have to swap playlists. Right. One of the one of the theories is that the original Avengers are gonna have to sacrifice themselves. That's interesting. I could see that happening. But then again, we all we know they're coming out with the Black Widow movie. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that that was actually yeah. finalized. I knew that that was rumored, but I didn't yeah, know they're that. doing that, and they're doing a Hawkeye show. That's cool. Yeah, um, I, li- I like Jerry. The new, yeah, Jerry uh, Ryan is cool. The new uh, Disney streaming service. Yeah. I just saw him in uh, that movie Tag. 
with uh yeah i still haven't seen that it's yeah. a, it's low-key pretty funny actually it's like not a stupid look i mean like it is a stupid comedy but it's actually funny and it's like he uh basically it's about these you know what it's about yeah, it's they meet about, up for a month uh, every year, yeah. and they play tag all across the country and stuff like that. And Jeremy Renner is like this undefeated friend who's never been tagged before in all their years of playing, and he, and like he's like this crazy CrossFit <laughs> like spy, and you know like so he's basically Hawkeye, and he's basically Hawkeye <laughs> in this movie, and they're trying to tag him, and he's jumping through the windows and like rolling out onto the front lawn and jumping over cars to avoid being tagged. It's hysterical, yeah. Um, you want to take a little rough transition into uh, maybe some Saturday Night Live drama? Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't been paying too much attention. Did you uh, hear what happened this weekend? It was kind of the newest update with uh, what's been going no, on. No, I, I know Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande broke up. Yeah. So That's all I know. That's all you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you're pretty behind. <laughs> but uh, so, was, so what happened this weekend was, uh, you know... Pete Davidson sent out a pretty uh, scary uh, social media post. I think it was on Instagram or Twitter. And he said, you know, I don't want to be on this earth anymore. So the NYPD was going to his apartment to make sure he was okay. And then Ariana Grande showed up to the Saturday Night Live studio to try to see him, you know, very afraid for his life. And he refused to see her. So that was kind of like the newest thing that's been going on with her. And it kind of ties into, you know, like, mental health and how people have been treating him, you know, like on the internet recently, like, I mean, he's, you know, like his father died in 9-11. He, you know, grew up with a fairly broken life from what I've heard about him and what he's talked about. Well, I mean, yeah. I and so imagine if your father dies in 9-11. Yeah. It's, you know, as much as he'll make a, make jokes about it in his standup, I'm sure that he's pretty broken about it. Um, and he, you know, clearly suffers from, you know, some depression, anxiety, at least, you know, in the slightest. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, after Mac Miller died and Pete Davidson, you know, got engaged to Ariana Grande, people were kind of tearing him apart on social media saying, you know, like, you killed Mac Miller, Ariana Grande killed Mac Miller, and that kind of spiraled the rest of their relationship out of control. They broke up, and now people are still, you know, attacking him on social media saying, oh, you're trying to get attention when really this guy is seriously, you know, he's hurting. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the that's the dark side of social media. Yeah, right? social media it's, tears people apart. I mean, and it's the same thing with Kanye, you know, like, you know, like, I listen, I have a lot of mixed feelings about Kanye now, but, you know, I was always a huge Kanye fan, and, I'm, and I still consider myself a Kanye fan. I'm a little bit less tied to the personality of Kanye now, after the whole slavery was a choice and make America great again with Donald Trump doing that whole puppet show thing. Yeah, I think he's, I think Kanye's just sort of like... He's mentally ill, you know? He's well, a, he's, he's diagnosed bipolar. He's diagnosed so. bipolar. I'm sure that he's got some other, you so know, like that, issues. I'm with, not sure yeah. what you can take, what he says, being bipolar... You know, you say stuff that's not necessarily how you feel, yeah. So, and you know, like people, they're, you know, everyone's always saying, oh, we need more, you know, mental health awareness and more funding for mental health and stuff like that. But then the same people on social media are attacking Kanye West 
for these beliefs that he's saying that may or may not be his real self. You know, he may not be completely in charge of how he's feeling at the moments that he's saying these things. And people are just, you know, driving him into the ground. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really unfortunate that people feel the need to be so mean. Because they can, you know, social media being behind that keyboard, you're, you know, you right. essentially and, mean nothing, but if and you the, get enough people, you can just mean anything. And especially on Twitter, where you don't have... You know, you don't have to have your picture on there. Oh, yeah, it could be anonymous. You don't use you just, your real name. Yeah. You don't use any name at all. You yeah. use, like, a combination of letters and numbers. Yeah, here. some people like that have 15,000 followers, and they can say whatever they want and influence 15, uh, those 15,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I saw a tweet over the weekend, I guess, that Kanye tweeted out saying that he wants to speak about mental health with people, but all anyone wants to talk to him about is his drama. His drama. And, and not really what's it. going on with him right. in his mental health right. way. Yeah. So Joe Rogan retweet replied to him saying you know, you could come on in my podcast and talk about what, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, uh, and if you've ever listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, he talks about anything. Yeah, and he speaks with quite the conviction. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you can definitely go on Joe Rogan's podcast and talk about mental health. I mean, listen. I did it, I tweeted out jokingly, but <laughs> I would love to have Kanye on, and I think... I think it's a big challenge. I don't know how prepared you really are to speak to no, but, the mind of Kanye West. But I do think, like, between my history and Noah's history, yeah. I do think it could be a good fit. Actually, yeah. To talk I didn't really about, think about it that way. But yeah, definitely, actually. I think that that would be... You know, like a good, kind of like a like a triangle of mental yeah. health. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I think, you know, I mean, I don't know Kanye. No one doesn't know Kanye. I don't know if Kanye knows Kanye. <laughs> I mean. But if anyone knows Kanye out there and is listening to our podcast, yeah. you know, throw, his, throw our name out there. See what he says. So, uh... Just one funny bit of news. <laughs> this was quite ridiculous, I have to say. So, uh, some guy in Virginia decided to snowblow his driveway with a flamethrower. That's one way to do it. I always, was I mean, the traditional salt type of guy, I always felt that was effective. Did the you job, know what, get though? to the ice. I mean, a flamethrower would do it a lot quicker. You think? I don't. I don't. How does it? Do you think it just melts it away, or what? Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder what the interaction with like snow and fire is, because even though snow is snow water, and water, yeah, but it, don't you think that it's got some different chemical reactions? Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. I might, no, I'm not a chemist. I think, <laughs> I think it's just water. Yeah, might. Yeah, yes. definitely. At a really cold temperature, yeah, and then right? people burn their garbage, shit in the sea, do whatever you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, anything else? Um, no. Stay wise. Stay educated. Stay in school. Stay off drugs. Keep it straight. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's going to be the end of our episode. We're going to do it. We're going to cut it a little short. Uh, hopefully Noah won't be sick next week. Yeah. You know, maybe if you know him, give him a little shit. <laughs> um, so as always, like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, you know, subscribe, comment, rate, do everything to the podcast, subscribe on YouTube, comment on YouTube. Make us rich. Go to patreon.com, <laughs> give us a couple of bucks. You know, I mean, one of the things we want to do, we want to improve the quality of these podcasts. So Yeah, give us recommendations. Yeah, I mean... Let us know what we can do to satisfy your listening needs. Yeah, and... You know, you could email us at theunusefulidiots at gmail.com. Give us suggestions. If you want if you want to ask us questions to have and have us talk about or answer on air, we'll do that too. Yeah, call in maybe. Well we don't really have that capability yet. Yeah, give people your number. And <laughs> Might be a little bit too close to call. I don't yeah. Know. So <laughs> we'll we'll stick to uh, the email variety. Keep it a little bit right more now. distanced for now, so that yeah. the crazy fans don't stalk you. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of crazy people get drawn to us. Yeah, especially Noah. Yeah, <laughs> Noah attracts the crazies. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, anyway, that's it. Thank you for listening. Peace out, idiots. Is that is that a good name for our followers? Idiots. Yeah. All right. Peace out.